Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Good, good. Uh, so we're here today to talk about the uh, season 10 mid-season premiere, season 10 episode 9 called Squeeze. What did you think of this uh, return to the Walking Dead? Um, I quite liked it. I mean, I, I was in America and uh, watching it over um, sort of live. So that was kind of interesting. Um, the, the, it's not on my usual TV. So the quality was a little bit different, which is a little strange. But um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Um, the, the, it was interesting to see them, how they were going to get out, out of that cave. I was a little concerned for Jerry. Uh, at one point and uh but he seems to have come out of it okay not everybody did um but carol dude carol what are you doing (laughs) yeah yeah we we have uh we should probably talk about carol and stuff um someone um what was it i have an email about uh we have an email about Carol, I think here. Yeah, I should, I should probably read that now that we've kind of just jumped into that. Uh, Phoebe says, uh, "So, what is the Walking Dead going to do with Carol? Can Matt provide any comic book insight? Uh, what do you both want the show to do with her, and what do you think the show is going to do to her, with, with her? Because, of course, those are two different things. Uh, mm. And she's almost got herself and her group killed in this episode. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, don't have any comic book insight because uh, the Carol that we have in the comic book uh, dies at the prison." So, yes, she, doesn't, she is. She doesn't make it this far, basically. Yeah, but um, Laurie is still around, isn't she? At this point, is it Laurie? The, uh, a- the... Andrea is Andrea. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Laurie's the actress, isn't she? Yeah. Um, yeah. Andrea. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, Andrea is still around at this point. So Carol took some of Andrea's storylines, didn't she? I think. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit muddled and mixed but yeah of... and, and michonne took some bits as well and yeah so um so yeah i mean yes it's difficult to say i mean there is no comic book insight into that is there so because uh... yeah, i i can't really particularly guess from that because uh well even even with daryl as well because like, obviously they are like good yeah, friends I mean, and that sort of stuff i can't the, guess the, from him because he's not even in the book so we're so detached from the comic book at this point with some of the lead characters it's very difficult to say mm-hmm. but um yeah i i don't know um i mean it's kind of interesting what they're doing with carol because if she carries on like this i mean the entire thing that has happened like that the them falling into the hole surrounded by walkers the the getting you know potentially killing you know which has potentially killed some other characters off this time mm-hmm I mean, that entire thing is Carol's fault. Yeah, the, this whole episode, I mean, other than the Alpha Negan stuff, this whole episode is yeah, because I mean, of that. So. Yeah, pretty much all the things that have happened with the Whisperers recently has been Carol's fault, you know? Yeah. Um, not um, leaving things alone. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's going to get killed off. I don't think that would be what they're going to do. But then that means that they have to actually do something with her. Um, I don't know. They, Carol's one of them. She's she's probably the most, outside of maybe Maggie, she's probably the most tortured character on the show. I mean, Maggie's, all, all of Mammy, Ma- Maggie's family is basically dead other than her uh, is it son, yeah. daughter, her, her child. Uh, Carol's lost every child she's adopted, including her biological child, uh, Sophia. Yes. Um, in not n- not neither of those characters died in nice ways either. I mean, this is a zombie apocalypse, so that's not really going to happen. But uh, no. I don't. I really, I'm really not sure what they what they're going to do. Um, she's just. I mean, Daryl's even kind of like, I don't know what to do with you, and like, mm. you know, I'm I'm here for you kind of thing, but I have no idea what to do for you or help you. And uh, she's she's just so understandably so hell bent on getting to alpha and obviously as she says like she wants to talk to her first and hurt her and then and then kill her um but no outside of that like you know she'll i hope she'll have some sort of confrontation with alpha at some point i imagine we're going to get that in this in this second half of the season i don't imagine that lasting any longer than that we don't know but uh other than that we're just going to see have to see her road to recovery hopefully or Mm. something else because again i really really don't think she's going to get killed off um 
that would be a surprise given that she's one of the only few surviving original cast members at yeah. this point. And she's also recent was it like last season, signed a new contract alongside yeah. Norman Reedus, so yeah, that wouldn't make sense. Um Anyway, my thoughts on the episode, because we don't usually jump into an email at the start, but it was sort of linked to that. So, um, yeah, I thought this was a good episode. I, You know, you kind of got the sense, 20, 30 minutes in maybe, that like, okay, they're, they're spending the cave in this episode, basically. And this episode mm. is them getting out of the cave. And, uh, yeah, I thought the Alpha Negan stuff was interesting, weird. Some of it is from the, some of it's from the comic books. Um, because he he does still go and infiltrate the whispers in in the book. So some of this stuff in there, I can't remember a hundred percent how much of it is, but pretty Surely, pretty much the story is in there. Yeah, yeah. Is is that final bit in the comic books? To be honest, I don't a hundred percent remember, but he they definitely I... have some interactions with uh, right, Alpha. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, because there, there was even um, I sort of remembered the comic cover, but there's there's this comic cover where um he is sort of holding alpha she's not like dead or whatever but he's he's like holding her and like leaning her back or something and she's got the mask on um mm. so they obviously they, they do something together in the in the comic books but i can't remember if I, i'll be honest i can't quite remember if it's fully this but uh there's certainly things that happen between the two of them so mm-hmm. uh but this is mostly from uh from that comic book storyline uh i thought i thought that stuff was interesting weird some people are really grossed out or freaked out by it i mean yeah, it makes sense as to why you would be, but like this is not not only is this the apocalypse, not only is this the Walking Dead, but this is also Negan. Like the way he, the the way he's kind of in this episode, being like, oh, I'll, I'll like sure, I'll take this situation kind mm. of thing, and even with the whole um, praying mantis, like, am I going to lose my head kind of thing, and he's yeah, he's concerned about that initially, and then he's like, you know what, I'll take my chances. That's that's a very very Negan thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I thought that really stuck quite well with his character. I will say something, and I I know people might might get annoyed to be kind of teasing this, but this big event thing I've been talking about, I'm not going to say where the hint is in the episode, but there is a hint to it in this episode, and I really liked it. <laughs> okay. And uh, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what the hint is or where it is or even which characters it, it's with, but there was a hint in there. I really liked what they did, and I mean they have to get to it to, to it soon. Uh, like I said, probably the end of the season. I don't want to sit here for another ten minutes and talk about it, but uh, you know, it, when when you give me the hint that you gave me in this episode, I'm go- I'm gonna talk about that. So uh, yeah. I thought that was great as well. But um, yeah, in- interesting little survival episode with these characters, and we sort of see them just. Uh, I mean, it was essentially them moving through the cave to get out, as opposed to kind of climbing out mm. of it. It's more them crawling through these little gaps or whatever uh, and of course like you said we almost almost lost jerry um that was interesting as well uh and then like i mean how many times does carol almost die in this episode you got the dynamite stuff, you got her almost falling off the cliff then there's the bit where daryl comes in and then what she slips again she like drops the dynamite again and then it actually blows yeah, up yeah. and then the rocks come down and yeah so I, I i don't know i mean her mental state must be all over the place but um mm. Yeah, just just like I, I mean, I remember when she's climbing up those rocks, and I'm like, "What? What's your plan?" Kind of mm. thing. And she doesn't quite look like she's got a plan in that moment. And I was like, no. "I was like, okay, Carol isn't gonna. She's not gonna slip off and die. She's not gonna happen." And then like she has the dynamite, and she's trying to light it, and then she's slipping about. And I'm like, "She's just all over the place, isn't she?" So, mm. um, yeah, not sure what to make it. It's a bit like with um, not quite the same thing, but you know when Daryl does that first jump. And like he, there's all these zombies surrounding the rock. I'm like, he's not gonna slip off and die. No, uh, like like you, like, you can imagine he jumps across there, slips off, and gets eaten, and that's that's the end of Daryl. Yeah, would, that would be. Yeah, it's not gonna like, happen. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I mean, people like you know, Magna could die in this episode. Jerry could die in this episode. Mm. Uh, other other people like Aaron could have died. Um, so, but yeah, I thought it was a it was a good good return for The Walking Dead. I thought so. Mm. Uh, anyway, let's take a quick break. We'll go into a bit of housekeeping. I'm going to use the same housekeeping section from Better Call Saul. Uh, the Better Call Saul podcast has already been uploaded. Season 5, episodes 1 and 2, because we had a double episode this week. So look out for that on Entertainment Talk. And uh, here's the rest of the information. See you afterwards in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. 
Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, continuing with my streaming service reviews, I've reviewed Netflix, Amazon Prime Video, of course, and uh, Now TV, the entertainment pass of the side of Now TV. Uh, next week, I'm going to be taking a look at all four, and then within the next couple of weeks, uh, Disney, or within the next month or so, Disney Plus will be out. Uh, what I'm going to do when Disney Plus comes out on the March 24th is use it for a week and then review it a week later rather than, you know, reviewing it on the same day that it comes out, just so I can spend a little bit more time with it. Uh, there's still things like All 4, Demand 5, ITV Hub, uh, iPlayer, and eventually Stars Play. So uh, have a look out for those. Um, so something a little bit different. Um, what happened to Riverdale? did a podcast yesterday just discussing, you know, show it, it was good in its first season. Simple, at least. And uh, I don't think you can say that anymore about what uh, Riverdale has become. So just uh, not a review per se in any, in any way, shape, or form. Just a discussion on, like... How they got to this weird place that they're at now for for Riverdale on CW and Netflix. If you do want to watch that show, I suppose. Uh, But did a podcast on that as well. Uh, United cast, Man United beat Watford 3-0 at home pretty comfortably. uh, Which was nice to see. Uh, And Bruno Fernandes showed another masterclass of performance. Uh, So that was great to see as well. We play against Club Bruges uh, tomorrow on Thursday in the Europa League. And it's a must-win game, pretty much. So that's going to be exciting. Uh, I'll possibly review the Europa League game on Friday. And then, of course, we travel, I believe, we're away to Everton on Sunday for another big, important game. There's only about 11 games left of the season. So it's time to uh, start getting as many points as possible. Uh, and I'll be back on uh, probably at least Monday to talk about the Everton game. So we'll, I'll be discussing that as well. Uh, let's play Sundays for Doom VR. That was interesting stuff. Uh, random Gaming Talk last week. We talked about Ubisoft. They are promising uh, five AAA video games between now and April 2021. So me and Robert discussed and speculated on what those five games could be. Some are a bit more obvious than others, but uh, we shall wait and see. We talked about Insomniac. They have been per- they were recently purchased by Sony, and uh, the price re- was revealed. It was 229 million dollars uh, for them. So we discussed that, and we also discussed uh, PAX East. Uh, Sony and uh, Naughty Dog have dropped out because of the coronavirus concerns. So. There's some ah. interesting stuff there. Um, yeah, I think it's this weekend, uh, PAX East. So, yeah, we'll see what that's like. Uh, nine, a couple of film reviews, 1917 film review. Um, that's, of course, the war film. That was really, really good stuff. Spoiler free and spoiler split. Uh, discussion with new co-host podcast. Uh, me and Barry, the new co-host, discussed DC Horror and The Stranger. Uh, what do you think of that? A new co-host on Entertainment Talk. Yeah, very good. Cool. Uh, got more people. Yeah, uh, we're going to be doing uh, some other podcasts as well, uh, so look out for those in the future. Uh, Parasite Film Review, another Oscar. Well, th- that one uh, did win Oscar, the the uh, Best Picture, so that was good as well. Uh, Amazon Prime Review, as I've already discussed. And, of course, we are also doing uh, The Walking Dead UK Podcast. Look out for that later today as well. Um, so, yeah, that's what's been happening on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Alright, so that's what we've been doing on Entertainment Talk as of lately, um, or as of the last week or so. Let's move into the episode. Daryl and the gang uh, remain surrounded by walkers in the cave. Alpha spots, sorry, Carol spots Alpha, well they spot each other, uh, smirking above her, causing her to release a primal scream. Uh, again, we've talked about her mental state in this episode. And it's all over the place, and obviously this contributed to that as well. Alpha exits the cave and instructs her followers, her whisperers, her people, mm. uh, to make sure that they don't get out. <clears throat> they don't quite manage that, but uh, yeah, that's, that's her orders. So, um, yeah, I mean, we talked about Carol a little bit already, but uh, 
I mean, she's probably going through a bunch of different emotions. You know, anger, stress, uh, mm. fear. Mate, not not really fear. Carol doesn't really fear too much. Uh, she's probably fearing her life when she's on I, the edge yeah. of different rocks and might be might slip off and either die from the fall or fall onto walkers and get eaten. So it might might be a bit of fear from her later. But um, yeah, a lot of anger certainly and uh, want for revenge in this episode. Uh, what, what do you think of uh, Carol and Alpha's? stare down this mm. is sort of the second one isn't it because there was wasn't there one earlier in this uh season um yes i think there was yeah, i it mean was, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. did with the uh backstory episode wasn't it yeah yeah because they, they were outside and she sort of walked outside and they spot each other they were yeah. that as well so yeah i mean um i i i don't know where carol's head is mm. right now i mean she's She's clearly she's going through something and yeah, she desperately, desperately wants to take down Alpha. And I I think maybe there is underlying levels of guilt there as well um, for the fact that, you know, she knows it's her fault that they're in this predicament. But at that particular time, her rage at wanting to take out Alpha is clearly the thing that's driving her. and is the thing that's driving us throughout the whole episode of, of you know, she's very singly focused on making sure that she takes out Alpha. That's what she's trying to do. Mm. Um, so, yeah, by the end of the episode, as I say, when she realizes how far she's gone and how off the rail she is, maybe that will change things. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was a good scream, though, from Carol. I thought she, you know, Melissa did a good job with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, her head's all over the place, and uh, Alpha being there is uh, no helping matter, I suppose. Uh, Magna tries climbing out of out but falls on her back. Aaron spots large stones they can use to jump on so that they can go across. Uh, so Daryl acts and leaps across himself. Like I said, he's not going to slip off here and die because Norman Reedus has another has a lengthy contract in place. Yes, uh, and I mean. Fan rage would just be. Uh, oh yeah, you know. <laughs> if that's how you killed Daryl, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops, he slipped on a rock and died. Um, yeah, he leaps across. Uh, the rest uh, follow him in his lead. Kelly nearly slips but manages to make it to the other side. Once they all uh, cross, Daryl leads them down a tunnel. Aaron warns they're low on food and uh, probably aren't alone as well, which he is correct, as we see later in the episode. Uh, Carol says uh, she's getting claustrophobic um, and Magna responds why don't you think why didn't uh, you think of that before you got us all trapped down here everyone's like yeah, having yeah. a go at her in this episode so um, Aaron tells her to call it but Magna keeps um, berating her Daryl says they don't have time for this and they need to find a way out most of them are correct I mean Magna yeah. saying, you know, you got us trapped down here. Daryl's like, come on, we got to get out of here. And Aaron's like, okay, just everybody, everybody keep cool. Everybody get out. Yes, Carol messed it up. But, you know, if we don't get out of here, we're, we're probably going to die. So they're all correct in a way. Um, yes. No, absolutely. A lot of people kind of talking about, you know, we're 10 seasons in. Carol was there from, from season one. I can't remember if, it, if she was in the pilot, but uh, she's at least, you know, been there from day one alongside, alongside Daryl. Um, is this the first time they've mentioned that Carol is claustrophobic? I think this is also the first time she's been in a situation yeah, where, she, I where mean, she's I, been claustrophobic. I think, yes, I think this is the first time we've mentioned it, but I, I don't think there have been that many cases where she's been trapped in a in a small confined space. Yeah. You did skip over one of the best bits of this episode, which was Jerry chopping the arm off and handing it to Daryl as cool. well. Yeah. <laughs> just brilliant. The arm <laughs> torch, I thought, was... Because, I, I mean, technically, I guess that might work, because, I mean, if the arm's full of fat and stuff, that would probably burn, I guess. Right. So yes, yeah. but yes, the Daryl's kind of arm touch I thought was just brilliant. But yeah, um, absolutely right. I I think this is probably the first time that they've mentioned about her claustrophobia, but then it's possibly the first time we've seen her trapped in a small space like that. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I I don't go caving. I've never been caving. <laughs> I have either. no desire to do it. Uh, I I have a friend who is one of the best cavers in the uk uh and does it for his job and does it quite regularly i have never managed to get him to convince me to go down into one of those <laughs> places and i am not going to start now but uh yeah so i mean all that crawling through like little gaps and stuff is not my thing but um yeah i i mean i can imagine it does get horrifically claustrophobic in places like that so oh yeah 
Yeah, I mean, for I mean, when you think of the places that they've been out in the open, in the woods, yeah, in Alexandria, in the prison, none of those. There's not there's not many situations, if any, where I can think of. Not just Carol, but most other characters have been like trapped somewhere. Um, I mean, Glenn under the dumpster, kind of, but he wasn't on the under there for too long, and he's also not kind of claustrophobic. Um, well, so we had that's that's really the only one I can think of. Glenn under the dumpster because you know there's yeah. all zombies surrounding him, and he was you know under a dumpster. So I mean, in, yeah, in most cases they are pretty much out in the open, and I mean even yeah. if even if they're in a dangerous situation they are out in the open so you know whereas you are trapped in a cave with no obvious way out that's even if you're only mildly claustrophobic that's probably going to like flare up quite a lot i would have thought mm-hmm. yep so um all right elsewhere alpha informs beta uh, and gamma their enemies must be watching them because they knew exactly where the horde used to be beta says they've underestimated them so Alpha demands uh, they beef up patrols and asks Gamma to warn them if they've got their uh, eyes on the border. Uh, and Negan watches this silently as he waits for later scenes. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, they're suspicious of the enemy, obviously. They kind of wonder, I guess, tactically what's going on. Because they have been using some tactics and stuff, you know. I mean, mm. get, I mean, getting the group trapped in... Um, you know this cave. Uh, they w- when they probably surrounded the likes of Tara, Enid, Henry to chop all their heads off and trap them in. In it was like a barn thing, wasn't it, where they all got killed. Uh, yeah. Like you have to you have to use strategies to to get that sort of stuff done. And uh, like like with the the tree thing from before or whatever. Um. So it's just more them kind of discussing tactics and stuff. Um. And obviously they are suspicious of Gamma, but uh, yeah, that's kind of um. It is what it is. So, uh, and then Negan, yeah, like I said, watching, watching silently. He's talking to this like unknown kind of guy or whatever. And uh, there you go. So, what would you think of this uh, little whisper exchange? Well, the, yeah, this this little exchange. I, I think there's something that Alpha says, which, if I remember it correctly, doesn't she say something about like tell the border guards they've failed? I, I I think she actually says that and just like that getting that message if you stood on the border must be really kind of that's brown trousers time because you don't yeah. want to upset Alpha. No. Um, so I thought that was kind of that was kind of interesting. What reaction you get back off the border people from from that? Uh, but yeah, no, it was an interesting little exchange overall. Um, nice to see Alpha and Beta interacting and and the sort of yeah the 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 stuff with Gamma. And you know the the seeds of suspicion starting to land as well, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, Aaron attaches his arm mace. Uh, Connie confronts Kelly, and Daryl tells uh, Carol he can't trust her anymore because you know of reasons we've because, already discussed. Yes. Uh, Carol confesses she just wants to kill Alpha, and she's sorry all this happened. She's very apologetic in this episode, of course, uh, especially at the end. Uh, Daryl makes her promise to stop uh, bullshitting him, reminding her that they uh, fight for the for the future, not for revenge. Suddenly, Magna gets attacked by Whisperers. Daryl and the gang uh, spring into action and kill them. Uh, they realise there is a way out, so they can uh, so they have to stick together and get out of the cave. Yeah, just more kind of like you know everyone having a go at, at Carol a bit, and then Daryl sort of saying like, I I just I just don't really know. Yes, sort of how to tell, how to help you and stuff. Because um, yeah, even though even though some people would like would like uh, Carol and Daryl to be romantically involved, which again, there's absolutely no hints towards. But people are still, I guess, the word is shipping yes. that whatever. Yes. Uh, they've certainly you know close, been friends for sort of ten years, time yeah. wise. Um, and uh, he's just trying to figure out a way to, to help his friend, but she keeps making mistakes and. Um, in well, this kind of world, those mistakes can almost get people killed. Yeah, so. and I mean, well, that's the thing. I mean, if it was mistakes, that was one thing. This is, this is Carol actively doing stuff which is she knows could go horribly wrong. Mm. I mean, you know, this is actively putting not only if one thing is she putting herself in danger. You know, that's Carol's decision. The thing is, she's putting the whole group in danger, and it's not a mistake. She's intentionally doing that, so that's a problem, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, Daryl's it kind of in despair of you know this is his friend, but Jesus, what do you do with it? 
You know, what, how, how do you manage that where she is actively putting everybody else in danger because she's mad with grief, essentially? Um, yeah, this is it, it's going to be interesting to see where they play that out, um, yeah. how they play that out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and then, yeah, of course, they have to stick together and uh, start finding their way out of the cave. Um, what do you think of the little action scenes? Like when these whispers are sort of popping up and they're getting killed. I thought it was filmed okay. Um, yeah, yeah, it's no, a little, I mean, little bit difficult to maybe do that in, yeah. in that type of environment, but uh, I thought it, it served its purpose. Kind yeah, of thing. served its purpose perfectly well. Always <laughs> nice to see um, to see Aaron and his hand mace. I, that's always always fun. Yeah, I like the fact that he has an interchangeable arm. That's awesome. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and he obviously carries a bag with them. You know, with like interchangeable arms in it. It's like a kind of inspector gadget bag of like you know I want him to pull out like I want him to be like back at camp and them kind of making making food and him like having a whisk arm or something you know <laughs> yeah have lots of different tools in his bag yeah that he can uh, just attach to his arm um I mean speaking of like supplies Daryl has unlimited matches in this episode apparently so, yes. yeah yeah every now right, and then just yeah, pulls one out and lights it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, well, dude, what are you doing? You've got like, you, you only have so many matches. Surely that's a little bit dangerous, given you don't know how long you're going to be down there. Yeah. But how anyway, many, how many of them do you get in a packet, roughly? I don't know in one of those little kind of tear-off packets. I mean, I don't know. Depends what sort of matches they are. Twenty, maybe. I mean, if he had a full box of matches, you might have like a hundred or something. But yeah, you, you don't know. Yeah. So, anyway, unlimited uh, matches, just what uh, Daryl needs. Yep. Outside, Negan finds Alpha and implicates uh, Gamma as a spy. Alpha holds a knife to his uh, crotch pretty closely and yes. uses it closely and closer. Uh, and he gets more and more uncomfortable because you would if that happened to you. Uh, closer to his crotch and tells him not to uh, so... Uh, paranoia warning if he's wrong uh she'll cut off his balls i believe that she will do that also yes um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the she... earrings probably yes right yeah but god yeah um yeah she then tosses him into her uh bathroom ditch kind of thing you know lovely the, place yes. to the tree <laughs> get thrown into yeah yes. um again just kind of building up to the the later scene which we will get to shortly of course um yeah alpha is is a menace she's a i mean we talked on um i'll just say the other show that we did about a particular villain who's a bit more of a not quite a physical presence but i believe alpha well i mean she's cut off like 15 people's or 12 people's heads so she's obviously very capable of that um and i believe her that she would cut yeah something off of negan yeah uh possibly so uh, i mean she was cutting other people body parts off other people's their their heads obviously so yes yeah, Alpha isn't one to mess with, and uh, well, I don't think Beta is either. But, no, uh, no yeah. definitely. I mean, Beta, you definitely don't want to mess with. I mean, Alpha, Alpha's showing a little bit of a softer side in places Slightly. in this, but um, but yes, not at, at that point. Unless, of course, she's using the knife to check out the goods for later, possibly. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, but uh, yes, yeah, no, and I, I, I thought pushing him back into the the latrine pit was a nice touch as well because. Yeah, well, although it does make the later scene even more gross, because pretty much it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, doing that and yeah, just being covered in shit. So you know, yeah, that's the uh, the apocalypse for you, I suppose. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, then Daryl finds an exit through a uh, crevice. I think it says somewhere in the cave, uh, which again triggers Carol's claustrophobia a bit more understandably in this one because this is yeah. re- some really tight spaces that they're in. Uh, Daryl confronts her, and together they crawl out. Jerry's not so lucky. Walkers um, get closer to him and his ankles, and starts to to uh, to go for his ankles. But Daryl and Aaron manage to pull him out um, unharmed. Uh, Magnus spots sunlight and nearly falls into a massive hole full of walkers trying to get to it. Um, and it's part of the Walker horde. I'm not sure. Is the Walker horde in two different places or in one specific place? I've uh, it's well I I thought she's all moved in it, that... she? yeah Alpha's yeah I mean it. yeah so we don't know yeah we don't know whether the horde is whether how much of that was still in the cave or mm-hmm. whether she'd moved them around or yeah we're not sure at the moment so uh, 
So yes, maybe some of them were just wandering about in the cave and got a bit close. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did you fear for Jerry in this scene? Yeah, no, I I was really afraid that, that we were going to lose Jerry in this scene. Uh, we can't lose Jerry. He's awesome. So um, he's one of the kind of lighter characters Certainly. in this show. Yeah. You know, so I and you know and and not as irritating as Eugene. So yeah, I oh, I, I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I you know I I don't want to lose Jerry. I want him to be around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's also a character that, you know, if he dies, you get a bit of fan outcry, rage. Yeah, plus, I think, you know, I I think if Jerry goes out, he needs to go out saving Ezekiel, you know? Probably, or, you know, saving a character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, I, I... that's the thing. I think I think Jerry would happily go out sacrificing his life for somebody else. You know, he's that sort of guy, and I think he'd do it without a second thought. But, um... Yeah, you want him to, to not. You don't just want him to get eaten, kind of trying to crawl through a hole. That's mm. that would suck. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they find part of the horde, and uh, this time Magna almost slips. So, um, where are we next? Uh, right. Alpha informs Beta she suspects um, uh, Gamma is the spy and instructs him to bring her. Uh, alive back in the cave Daryl leads the group through another tunnel there's just so many scenes with tunnels in this episode because uh, mm. they go through quite a few don't they uh, they find a blockade uh, Kelly finds a box of dynamite You've got to be careful with that stuff uh, but yes. Jerry tells uh, her to put it back carefully uh, yes. Magna laments to Aaron she didn't leave uh, things right with Yumiko before this uh, yeah some dynamite stuff kind of reminded me I know I know this might be a weird thing to think about but uh, do you remember that scene in might have been season one of Lost, season two. Yeah, I, find I that... knew you were going to bring yeah. that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because it, it is it's the the dynamites basically um, sort of turn to jelly, which is what happens when all the nitroglycerine leaks out, <clears throat> and when it's like that, it's horrifically unstable. So yes. Um, yes, that's that's what happens if you leave dynamite lying around for too long, essentially. Um, so yes, going, kind of going, picking up the stick, going, hey, look, I found some dynamites. Like, put that yeah. down. That could go off at any that minute. Blows up, we all pretty much die. Yes. So, um, yeah, good to yeah see that and everything like that. Um, because yeah, I mean, with 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 dynamite, like you you slightly move it too fast, it can it, yeah. can, it can just go off at, at a moment's notice, and uh, that would have been that. Um, but. Uh, yeah, that's the most of that scene, I think. Um, let's move on to the next bit. Back at the Whisperer camp, Alpha takes Negan to a remote location in the woods. I think this is finally the <laughs> big scene. Uh, when uh, they stop, she makes him take off his clothes with his yeah, with his back to her. Uh, as he undresses, Negan emits the power he had over the saviors, turned him into a monster. Alpha instructs him to turn around, and when he does, he finds her also naked. Uh, she says he deserves a crass reward for uh, spilling the tea on Gamma. Uh, Negan's amused but asks if it's a, quote, praying mantis situation where she'll cut off his head afterwards. Uh, she doesn't say no, but he t- takes his chances because he's Negan. Uh, and the two of them get up to some stuff, basically. Uh, yes. And you see a kind of shot from the side, sort of, like a, like a, yeah. a bit of a distance. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the main thing I saw was like, oh, that's gross. Like he's he's doing that with her, and she's got her mask on. And I'm like, is that is that really the worst thing? I mean, no, a, a, again, no, this is Negan. <laughs> so like, I mean, it's not it's not the worst thing we've seen. But I mean, no. you know, as I say, he was covered in shit, and and she kept her mask on. They both kept their socks on, so you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> Um, it's it's a little weird, but you know. Yeah. What, but I think in terms of in terms not. of Alpha and Negan, there. I mean, we see we've seen some weird characters in this show, and they're certainly up there. Um, mm. in terms of, I mean, think of the think of some of the things that like Negan said in the past, and some of like I mean, I mean, oh, like, yeah. and I mean the the general kind of cult attitude of the Whisperers and stuff like that, and this whole like you know we don't show human emotions and. If you you know you put those things together and you get this yeah basically I mean it, so. it is a it is an odd scene in that it shows a side of Alpha that we've not really seen before and it is a sort of softer side kind of I mm-hmm. guess um, 
you know, it, yeah. So it's it's a sort of interesting one because um, you wouldn't have expected that at all off Alpha. It was like very odd, uh, but yeah, would be interesting to see how they react to each other later afterwards. Yeah. So and I mean, because um, he, he, I remember one specific thing he kind of says is like, "Heck, it's it's been a while," kind of thing. And of course, he did have his uh, wives when he was obviously the leader, leader, leader yes, of the Saviors. Uh, when was that? A couple of seasons ago? Yeah, and, and in, in Showtime, it's at least five years ago, isn't it? Because he was locked in prison for five years. So. Six, six and a half, roughly? Six and a half. Six year jump, then the year and a half one. Yeah, post, yeah, yeah. Post the war, so a long time. Because, um, yeah, the the war and all that stuff was, was all before that, wasn't it? So that that was the yeah. last time he was... It, that was the last time at least he had like access to his, his, his Negan wives or whatever. So, yeah, probably has been, been a while for him. So... Um, who knows? But uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's Alpha and Negan, and they're two of some of the weirder characters that we've got. So this is the result of that. Uh, while digging the way out, uh, Daryl discovers Carol's missing. Uh, cut to Carol, who's climbing the wall with dynamite. You know, really, really <laughs> safe thing to do. Sure. Uh, she lights one, but loses her balance and nearly falls into the pit. Uh, until Daryl pulls her back up, because uh, Daryl basically saves her life in this scene. Uh, she says she could take um, half the horde out, but Daryl says she'll kill herself in the process. And then she says uh, she killed my boy. Obviously, she's talking about Henry. Um, Carol sobs. Daryl pulls her up as the dynamite falls and explodes underneath them, thankfully underneath them and not right next to them. Yes. Uh, which would have killed, again, possibly everybody, but definitely Carol and Daryl. And uh, that contract would be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this... Uh, out of Out of... If you go from her getting everyone falling into the cave to this, do you think this is the most clumsy thing? I mean, she's climbing a wall like this with dynamite. Like, I don't think... What what could you do that's really more dangerous than that? Because like, she, she, there's a whole combination of, like, the dynamite could blow her up, she could fall down, and if she doesn't die from the fall in some sort of way, she'll get eaten. And there, there's just a whole number of... Yeah, it's not. It's Possibly not just. Things. Yeah, it's not just climbing the wall with dynamite, which is dangerous in itself. It's climbing the wall with incredibly unstable dynamite. Yeah, as well, yeah. which is like, yeah, I'm, I'm, what are you doing? You know, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, yeah, and I, I don't think it, it it kind of works though. I mean, in in some situations, you might think that's that's absolutely ludicrous, but given that Carol's state of mind seems to be so driven towards you know, we, you know, we're going to take out the horde. I'm going to collapse this. I'm going to get her. You know, I'm going to get Alpha. Um, it sort of works. You know, the the Carol state of mind is degraded to such a point at, you know, such a place at this point. Yeah. That it, it kind of works that she would be like that if she carries on doing this stuff. After the you know the events of what happens next, I think then it gets into a bit more of a problem because if if she's not pulling herself back by that point, you kind of got to kill that character off, you know. So I, I, because yeah. because you if if she's not prepared to come back after she basically nearly kills the entire group and has possibly killed some of them already, what are you going to do? You know, how do you redeem that character at that mm-hmm. point? Yeah. So, um, I mean, because like we said, Carol and Daryl, pretty much, I'm 99% sure neither of them are going to die. I mean, I was pretty sure that yeah. Carl and some other characters weren't going to die, but apparently we were wrong. Um, but just given, like, okay, these are the two leads, Michonne's leaving, they've, Norman and Melissa have signed new contracts and all that, which is for multiple, I can't remember how many years, but multiple years. Um, would you say it's probably more likely that she gets someone killed as opposed to gets herself killed? Because that's, that's a possible option that yeah i mean i you know i think that is possible i'm hoping that you know when we don't know the fate of some of the characters at the end of this episode but mm-hmm. i i do kind of think that you are at a point that if they don't pull her back pretty quickly after this i i'm not sure how you deal with that character you know you you're looking at quite a major shift if she doesn't pull herself back at this point yeah, because because um, where where does that go? Like yeah, because um, on 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 a normal show where she's just an average character, maybe 
she probably gets herself killed but given like we said melissa's contract main character and it's carol she probably doesn't die but then what if you if you if you are keeping that character around and alive and her mental state and her mistakes don't like improve or whatever then mm. where, where does that go and unless yeah. they unless they do a thing where like okay maybe over the next four or five episodes carol just has less screen time and just isn't involved as much i suppose right I, I yeah know. so I, I don't know we'll see what what uh what uh angela Kang comes up with with that so uh but it will certainly be interesting to keep an eye on her over the next couple of weeks so or the yeah. you know, the rest of her existence in the show uh the cave cave begins collapsing while aaron and jerry struggle to hold up the exit jerry is very much uh being the hulk in this situation he's carrying like this uh big thing above him i can't remember quite what it was but uh he's certainly holding up a large part of the cave uh connie and magnus sprint back to find carol as kelly and aaron make it out whisperers immediately like immediately uh, jump uh, them so the two uh, tag team their kills Connie and uh, Magna find finally locate uh, Carol and Daryl uh, who both make their way out as Jerry struggles to keep the exit open uh, Magna kills the whispers as Jerry barely makes his way out uh, leaving Magna and Connie inside the rest of the dynamite explodes and the cave implodes on itself or whatever closes up uh, trapping Magna and Connie inside presuming they're dead Kelly sobs as uh, Daryl rushes to clear the rubble and Ella- Aaron tells him you know it- it'll take you weeks or whatever and Daryl sort of saying come and help me but then he realizes that you know it, it would just be too much yeah uh, Aaron tells him it's too late Ke- Kelly says the blast will attract walkers and whisperers from everywhere and they have to leave that's pretty much true as well yes uh, Carol then breaks down and begs uh, Carol the Daryl to say it was uh, her fault. He reassures her um, as the rest of the group walks past and pretty much sort of leaves her there. Uh, I don't think that these the, the two characters are left in a dead. I I just the I fact just that don't. we didn't see them die. I yeah. think is you know <laughs> that would be a weird way to write them out. So yeah, I I yeah I I kind of think they're probably trapped somewhere yeah. in there. Magna and uh, Connie. So, yeah, I think they're, they're probably trapped. Inside. Yeah, I don't think they're dead. I think they're probably just trapped. That probably means that you could leave them off screen for a couple of episodes as well. Um, and, like, you know, not show them yeah, and, yeah. and save on budget of not, <laughs> not, not having them on, on screen, basically. Um, yes. Hopefully not for too long. Like, we don't want to go three, four weeks and then be like, hey, where's Ma- Magda and Connie? And let's analyze the cave. And they could have got out here. You'll You'll see... YouTube videos in a couple of weeks where it's like, here's how Magna and Connie got out of the cave, or here's why they died and they couldn't get out. I've, uh, you know, we we all remember the whole. I'm not saying this is the same as the Glenn dumpster thing, because that that tried to show at the time Glenn getting eaten because it, it yeah, did. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, we knew it was uh, was it Nicholas or whatever uh, was getting eaten. We ha- we don't know the status of these characters because we simply didn't see them. Whereas at the time we did see. Glenn, we just were tricked, obviously. Mm. Um, but yeah, if 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 we don't see them for like two weeks or whatever, you'll see videos on YouTube as to like uh, an- analyzing the scene. So, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, do you think they'll probably find the fact that we didn't see them die in any way? I think probably points to them being okay at the moment. Whether they will be in the end, uh, I don't know, but. I suspect that they're probably alive right now. Um, Or there's got to be some sort of follow-up anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we shall see. Yes, Carol, you know, breaks down. Um, She's still in a state, obviously. Everyone kind of walks off from her. And like um, Kelly says, there's going to be obviously walkers and whispers on the way. So uh, that's the end of the episode. That's where we leave things. We don't know the status of Magna and uh, Connie, but I guess we'll find out at some point when do you think that they'll get back to those characters i i think we may see some sort of follow-up with them next week okay which we'll see. I, I think so um just just going back slightly the claustrophobia thing uh with carol okay. apparently she has mentioned it before uh ts19 which was the sixth and final episode of season one she mentions being claustrophobic apparently oh okay um they, they, they're in some sort of underground space and she well, mentioned that was the, that was the cdg or cdc or whatever it was right yeah when, yeah. when they because that's when they found that doctor and got the explanation oh, of uh yes 
of the yes, um, before, before we went in a completely different direction. Yes, uh, <laughs> Frank Darabont yeah. was still running things. Right. Yeah, so um, uh, yeah, she has actually mentioned that she's claustrophobic before. Oh. So so it, it isn't a new, it isn't a, something that's that's come out of nowhere. She has actually mentioned it, so it, it does make sense. It's an interesting callback that, but yes. Hmm. Um, all right, that's the end of the episode. We do have some emails to get to. Of course, we've already read out one from Phoebe, so I will. Well, not read that again because we've already answered it. Uh, interesting email here from Jessica. She says, hey, fellas. Uh, I don't recall either of you discussing which characters you are attracted to. Of course, we've been covering this show for, well, since back half of season six. So quite a while. Uh, I know that it isn't important, but it will be interesting and fun to know. For me, uh, for her, she's saying, uh, <laughs> Rick, Daryl, Jerry, Ezekiel, and Negan. Of course, you can include characters that are, I mean, Rick's not dead, but he's not in the show. So you can obviously include characters that uh aren't alive because they were still on the show um anybody be to, uh, to you but you to choose um i mean if you were talking about people to like go out drinking with and if you're talking about the characters um characters yeah not the actors. yeah uh i mean negan obviously would be would be great for him to sit down and have a drink with i mean you know slightly dangerous but yes i mean negan would be would be fun uh so you mean like to just sort of hang out with negan yeah yeah so if you if you're talking about people to hang out with um yeah i mean you know i don't swing that way but but i mean jeffrey d morgan's a very attractive man as well uh (laughs) yeah uh i mean if you're talking about if you're talking about the the actors in terms of actual attractiveness um uh lauren cohen is the person that i'd obviously go for but um Mm -hmm. But yes, uh, out of out of the whole cast. Plus, I mean, Lauren Cohen's supposed to be incredibly lovely in real life as well. So, um, well, if and, she wasn't uh, uh, cancelled last year, I would have met her at Woodstocker, which right, yes, isn't yes. really there anymore. But uh. yes. weirdly, weirdly, we have a friend in common as well, which is really strange because she used to go to school in the UK, and I know one of her school friends uh, oh. who is still in touch with her. So, um, yes, which is a little odd uh as well but uh, I've, I've i would love to get to come on the podcast but i haven't managed to convince them yet so um okay. um i've got six people written down because uh, <laughs> uh really? yeah uh Mag- maggie rosita beth michonne tara and magna are uh my current choices uh did i say michonne yeah M- maggie rosita beth michonne tara and magna i thought i missed michonne out but um yeah those are the characters i'm pretty much attracted to so right uh i did try to think of like you know carol's a great character i'm not necessarily attracted to her in that way uh, i'm sure melissa would be great to hang out with but we're talking about characters uh or i'm specifically talking about characters to be attracted to um but because uh, obviously you know beth's dead tara is dead uh michonne is leaving but obviously still there but they have all been on the show so been on the show coming back or leaving is the status of those characters so yeah um that is that uh martin says it has now been multiple episodes or even a few seasons since the departures of rick and carl how do you both think the show is getting on without them to me it's just it's still it it is weird to me um i know it's been so carl died this is a mid i know it was the mid-season finale and premiere like his bite and then his actual death scene so that was two seasons ago. Yeah, two seasons ago because we're now halfway through season 10. Rick's been gone for just over half a, just over a season. Yeah. Yeah, roughly. So it's I been mean... between two, one to two years like between them because obviously they, they left at different points. Um, yeah, to me it is, still, it is still strange. I haven't actually still gone and read. I have got the last two um, issues of the comic book, uh, which they're obviously still there for those, those last two issues. But... Um, yeah, it, it it's good. I'm. I mean, when I do eventually go, there's no specific reason I haven't read those two issues. I just sort of haven't. You know, when you do, you have like yeah. a show or something, you just haven't done it. Um, but uh, yeah, when I go back and read them, and then they'll be like, Jesus will be there, Maggie will be there, and it will be, well, like, yeah. an, like an alternate timeline kind of thing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, to me, it is still strange. Basically, our leads now are Carol and Daryl because obviously Michonne's leaving Maggie will kind of be a big lead character you've got Ezekiel in there those are pretty much the main ones at the moment um what about you um weirdly actually I, I probably miss the older version of Carl that we didn't get to see more than I miss Rick at this point 
mm-hmm. you know, um, out, out of stupid decisions that they made in terms of getting rid of characters. I mean, obviously, you know, um, uh, Andy left, but um, I, I think that still the big missing chunk for me is is the fact that Carl isn't there. And we didn't get to see this sort of grown-up, older version of Carl. Um, mm-hmm. And and that, I that I think, is, is probably the only thing that... Yeah, I, I think the show's carrying on fine without them. And I think, you know, certainly the writing's hugely improved since, uh, the, you know, they left. Um, but... So I, I don't think we're, we're missing Rick particularly at this point. I think you know, the other characters have stepped up. I think you know Norman's doing a great job, mm-hmm. um, I, and they're, they're sort of covering the bases pretty well. Um, I'd like to see a bit more of Aaron because I think Ross McQuan's great, and so I, I would like to see a little bit more of him stepping forward. But overall i mean i as i've said before i there is a certain soapiness to this show in in the terms of you know eastenders has gone on for like you know 25 years or 30 years or whatever it is at this point something like that yeah and there is a certain soapiness to it in that you can have really high profile characters but i think you can take them out and the show can still continue because the world is quite strong you know the, this this environment that they set up. You can almost run this forever, just switching out lead characters. Um, it's you know once you've taken now that you've taken Rick out, I, I think you can just keep it going if you wanted it to for as long as you like. Um, but yeah, in in terms of of people that I would like to still be there, uh, you know, I mean, I, I love Andy Lincoln. He's great. And I loved Rick. He was great. But the character that, that I think was a mistake in terms of going, um, he's still Carl. Yeah. And the fact that we've lost, we've lost any opportunity to be able to bring that character back as well. Um, that, that I still see as probably the biggest missing thing. Um, but yeah i mean to me it's like we will never now get a show where you've got kaylee fleming and chandler riggs as yeah the the, the slightly older version of judith that we have and the well whatever age he would have been uh version of carl we'll 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 never get that show because carl is is dead um which still is just such a weird sense. I know it's been two years, and some people might have might be saying, "Oh, you know, yeah. which just." I mean, I have moved past it. You know, obviously we've accepted yeah, it, but I it mean, is still strange that that's yeah, even a thing I, that's happened. That 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 to me, and and that's yeah, I'm very much with you. I think I think that was such a missed opportunity, and the fact that they killed that character off, and I think it, you could have had this really interesting dynamic with the kids kind of taking over, and yeah. you know. Um, and uh kaylee is uh brilliant as judith mm-hmm. i mean yeah. you know but she is still quite young and there isn't you know it would have been interesting to see her as judith and the older carl kind of working together and working that out without rick you know i mean that that i think in itself would have been a really interesting dynamic and i, I think it's such a missed opportunity and a shame that we haven't managed to to get that um mm-hmm. so uh, yeah I, I as well i think they're doing a good job on their you know on their own and i think as to say you can carry this forward i think if there is a sort of hole missing it will be carl more than rick anyway and of course rick i mean may still come back at some point you don't know yeah we still got the films and and everything yeah so um i mean an idea where like okay let's say rick still leaves but like carl has learned some lessons from his dad and he passes them on to his sister and then yeah and then you still got like negan and daryl kind of hanging around um because as much as daryl and negan don't get on you would still have the you would have both the negan judith relationship and the negan carl relationship and hmm. uh you know because negan's tried to pass on lessons to judith and to carl and daryl sort of in his own different way tried to do the same thing and um you know it's it's great that we do have a, a grimes character still in the show with judith but um i do I, I do sometimes think about like okay what would what would that have been like this brother sister team up with uh yeah carl, carl and judith so but uh unfortunately we'll never know unless i mean even even if let's say in like 20 years right that like AMC decides to reboot this show and and do do the comic again but different or something like that 
even if they did say, okay, let's you know have a new version of Carl, a new version of Judith, it still won't be the Kaylee and Chandler yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. It would just be with different actors. So, mm. uh, but we shall see. Uh, speaking of Walking Dead's future, which is an interesting segue to this email. Harry says, AMC certainly uh, seems to be in it for the long haul with The Walking Dead, just like Disney is with Marvel and Star Wars. Makes sense. They own those properties and they make millions or billions of dollars for them. How do you uh, both see The Walking Dead looking in 10 years? Surely the main show won't be on in season 20 by then and must have gotten past the comics by that point. Well, if they haven't gotten past the comics by season <laughs> 20, then we're really lagging behind with something. Because um, they, there's still a bit of a distance between this and the, the where we are now in the comic books, but not a massive difference. So yeah, if you're taking another 10 seasons and you can't get to the end of the book, then God knows what this show will be doing by then. Uh, I doubt this show will be on in season 20. No. Um, I think it uh, around uh, well, like what we've kind of said before, seasons thirteen to fifteen ish, possibly. Yeah. We, we know we get into season eleven, probably a season twelve, and then it just depends where they are timeline wise um, from that. Because I've I've always asked the question, you know, the the kind of uncharted territory of okay, when they reach the end of the book, which I still don't actually know how the book ends. I need to go and find that out. Um, like, do you do you manage to go past that in some way? Do you divert it in in some sort of way because it's strange isn't it where like okay game of thrones didn't have its book and had to essentially essentially make up an ending with the the, yeah these i mean and then you've got this and then you've got this opposite situation where the book is there and it's finished it's actually finished and been finished for uh six months or so roughly he finished the book Mm -hmm. some some point last year with uh issue 193 and then they're just kind of taking their time in some ways but still doing you know we still got the whisper stuff happening and that so it's almost like a polar opposite situation where game of thrones was like please george give us some books so we can write towards it where it's like kirkman's got the book and it's like ah we can we can you know we can take some time he's finished yeah, the yeah. book and and we've got it there so uh in 10 years i mean we'll probably have new walking dead shows i imagine that once the main show ends once fear ends and obviously that walking dead is it worlds beyond yeah, we'll uh, be on. It is only getting two seasons, so that will be finished by then. And I imagine you'll just keep doing new shows with, hey, we're setting this in a different place in America. Here's some new characters. Go, kind of thing. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll basically get more of, past the whole how did the apocalypse start, we'll probably get more kind of Fear the Walking Dead type situations where it's like a bunch of new characters, you know, six to ten or however many characters you want here's just a new bunch of people surviving the apocalypse and they'll probably have one to two shows on at a time and you know swap them out like that like yeah. they do at the moment so i mean i i would say main show season 13 maybe mm-hmm. um i mean it may as i said before it could <clears throat> you could run it like a soap and you could keep it going forever um <clears throat> you know i i just but i i think at some point you are going to get to a point where you need to just end it. And, you know, I mean, as we've talked before, ratings aren't everything for AMC, but they are, they have been going down. It's certainly not at the point that it used to be. Um, It's still the highest rated show on AMC, but um, you know, I, I think you are going to get to a point where you probably are going to want to bring that to an end. And I think it's when they start to catch up to the end of the book. And so you, you know, 13, 14, maybe 15, but I, you know, I, I think 13 seems likely a couple more seasons. Yeah. Um, in terms of, in terms of story arcs, they've got, uh, three or four sort of. Okay. Kirkman modeled certain things like sort of together, but, uh, like, yeah, sort of three to four story arcs, um, and we, I mean, we're, I mean, ne- I, I imagine still next season's going to be the Whisper War. Um, and we're going to just spend the rest of the season building. I mean, if we're going to spend an episode getting out of a cave, not that that was an entirely a bad idea, <laughs> but if we're going to kind of do that and then we've got seven episodes left, I just don't see, you know, they, I don't think they'll do the war with, with seven episodes left. That's, that's just not really a Walking Dead kind of thing, as as, as I discussed in the uh, previous podcast. So, mm. um all right, that's what we've got for you for this episode. Plenty of discussion points. Uh, if you, of course, have any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about The Walking Dead, or if you just want to contact Entertainment Talk, you can feel free to do so. Uh, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, there's the contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, if you want to find all the rest of the content that we've got, it's on EntertainmentTalk.org, so head over there. Uh, of course, search for Entertainment Talk as well on podcast services, and you'll find the different iTunes feeds, or if you want all the uh, podcasts in one 
feed, then subscribe to the Entertainment Talk feed. That's where all the episodes get put. Um, but if you want to know if, when, and where, uh, and yeah, all that sort of stuff about your favourite TV shows and film news, casting news, TV news, and all that sort of stuff, uh, David has got you covered uh, on uh, GeekTown.co.uk. And of course, GeekTown Radio is back. Uh, I asked you this earlier. Uh, next week. Next week. Next week. Back, yeah. uh, so you'll get an update on uh, TV and film news and all that sort of stuff like that. Uh, of course, if you want that in weekly podcast form. Uh, Geek Time Radio on iTunes and podcast services. So go and get subscribed and check out uh, the content as well. If you want to support this podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the $1 and $3 level tiers. Uh, that's for review options and ad-free podcast options. Amazon affiliate link. If you want to shop on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend. If it won't cost you anything extra, so that's great as well. Um, excuse me. Um, iTunes feeds, like I've already said, uh, please rate, review, and subscribe to us. Make sure you're subscribed, because then you'll get sent new episodes as well, and that will help you to stay informed, up-to-date, all that sort of thing. Uh, of course, word of mouth, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. That will help us out as well. And social media, of course, please share them on Facebook and Twitter, and if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. And lastly, if you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. And look out for Let's Play Sundays on Sundays. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you for episode... I'm said episode 2, but it'll be episode 10 uh, next week. And we'll see what happens, who's alive, whatever, uh, next week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.